Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and this is your 20-ish minute sports gambling podcast. Let's be realistic. It's going to go more than 20 minutes where we discuss betting on the NFL. Oh, the NFL. <laughs> you got to get all your friends together, and it's like saying goodbye to a loved one in a hospital. Let's all get together and be around the be around the bed of the NFL, because good, goodbye, one o'clock window. We only have two weeks of you left, and you've given us so much pleasure. That one o'clock red zone hit, ooh, that is just straight adrenaline. That is probably what heroin feels like. I don't want to find out, because I already have enough addictions. I think it's just so much better when it's just, ooh, and you see that clock go down, and, ugh, seven hours of football. All I'm trying to say is just savor it as it is for right now, because... We've been making some money these weeks. We've been making we've been making some money these weeks. I went four and two last week. Charlie Chalk went two and one. The Panzerite Prince went one zero oh and one. Uh, the Gambler lost his tees, but you know, like we made money. I won my tees. I didn't even bring up that plus two hundred. That's that's amazing. Just winning, winning all over the place. And so we're trying to find where now that we got week, you know, going into week seventeen, we've got sixteen weeks of empirical data that we can be drawing from. Um, you know, what are the things that we should be looking at here? Well, you know, a big one is the home and away splits. You know, forever you always talk about if uh, if two generic teams and they're evenly matched, well, the home team gets three. So the, the home team will be minus three and the away team will be plus three. That's because they're evenly matched, but the home swing is three points. Well, that's not true this year. Home against the spread is 107, 131, and two. Obviously, away against the spread is 131, 107, and two. But it's a split of away against the spread is winning 55% of the time against 45%. Now, usually in years past, that has been the inverse and makes total sense. Why, right? You're at home, you know, you're supposed to, you're supposed to rely on the crowd and the crowd's going to influence the refs and, you know, you're, you're sleeping in your own bed, blah, 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 blah. That has not been true this year. And you got to think about it. Away against the spread has been a lot higher. And I'm not going to say it's a direct influence of why I've justified my picks this week, but I have a lot of away teams. And that makes me feel better. So that number should make you feel better if you have away teams. If you have home teams, great shame. And then the other one is we've seen the favorites come back in a big way. And I think we'll see favorites continue to, you know, cover more spreads as we get closer to the end of the year, because now there's a bigger divide between good teams, bad teams. We know who the good teams are and the bad teams are. So earlier in the year, when you see a favorite lose outright, it's like, hmm, okay, we thought they were good, but I guess they're not good. And now after 16 weeks, we're kind of like, okay, we're a pretty good idea of who the good teams are and the bad teams are, because the underdogs so far this year have won 53.6% of the time. That's crazy, right? They've won 53.6% of the time. I bet you by the end of the year, we're going to see that draw back to 50%, because at that point, we'll have a good idea of who the favorites were and who the underdogs were. So it's a little bit better to, uh, you know, to, to lean towards the favorites going into the end of the year. And that brings me to the worst loss of last week, the LA Chargers. This is stupid goddamn LA Chargers. So this is like gross right into it. We we thought the favorites, you should be betting the favorites. Well, the favorite last week was the LA Chargers minus 10 at Houston. And oh God, just loses outright. Charlie Chuck, the gambler, myself, we all had them in picks and lost. Great. Thank you so much, LA Chargers. I can't imagine how much of a money line parlay killer this was. The number of people that just put those minus 800, minus 900, minus the thousands, collected them with Dallas and, you know, a few other people, some of the bigger lines, and just, you know, expected them to get through their teases or their parlays and just killed them outright. I, the Chargers continue just to be an internally frustrating team. I just... I can't believe the new coach that everyone loves analytics. He says all the right things. Fantastic. Justin Herbert. Oh, he's, he's Greek God. He's got an arm of a cannon. That defense is abysmal. And, and I don't know, honestly, it brings up a whole thing about Justin Herbert where you go, it's a second year quarterback uh, wins are not a quarterback stat, which I really do believe. But man, 
Why does this keep happening to this franchise? And it opens up after an absolutely historic game by Joe, uh, Joe Burrow against a very subpar hurt team in Baltimore right now. But he had a historic game. And now it brings up that conversation a little bit of like, who would you rather have, Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert? And it kind of goes down to like, is quarterback a physical position or is it kind of leadership mental position where you're like, yeah, they're all pretty good. Like Joe Burrow does not have a very good arm. He doesn't have an incredibly strong arm at all. It's actually pretty soft, but he's accurate. And he just gets hit, pops back up, screams at players, get back, and they want to play for him. So it's kind of, uh, uh. like Tom Brady doesn't have the best arm of all time, but why does he keep winning? Well, something to say. I don't want to throw at Justin Herbert. Like, I'm not throwing the baby with the bathwater here. But, like, at the same time, I wonder when this is going to stop for the Chargers. I wonder when this is going to stop for these kind of players, for this coach. Until then, I am staying the hell away from them because my money is not good to be lost again on the LA Chargers. That's pretty much where I get to. And then the second thing is, Indy's coming into an interesting week. They just beat Arizona with, I don't know, their third-string players. Like, they they had almost their whole line was out. Their defensive players were out, and they won. And Arizona's supposed to be a good team. We'll see if they are anymore. But Indianapolis is now talking about, like, are they a top-three team in the league? Are they a top-five team in the league? They might be. They're, you know, their wins would say that they are. But at the same time, they haven't guaranteed themselves a playoff spot. And if they lose one of these games coming up, they might not make the playoffs, which is crazy considering what our outsized impression of this team is. And so you just, this is another one, you just got to find these teams where people are going, oh, I don't, I don't know. They're, they're one of the best teams in the league. You're like, are they? And so we're going to highlight a few in these picks here. But like Indy, are they one of the best teams in the league? We're going to find out. Is Cincinnati coming off, scoring all these points? Are they one of the best teams in the league? We'll find out. Dallas almost scored 70 on, you know, on, on Washington. Are they one of the best teams in the league? You got to almost swerve when, you know, the reaction or the influence is so high on one, one team. All the press is going, oh, they're the best. Oh, they're so good. That's when you start swerving. I think you'll see a few in the picks coming up. So let's not waste any more time. Charlie Chalk, the Pans Ready Prince, their picks for week 17 in the NFL. Oh, week 17. Goodbye. Coming up first, coming off of an undefeated week is the Pans Ready Prince. Pans Ready Prince, how you doing? You know, I'm doing fantastic, Andrew. How you doing? I'm doing just great. It's really nice not to lose. That that, that must be a really nice feeling. Uh, and so I'm, I'm so excited to see what your picks are, what you, how you're going to roll really, you know, head first into the end of the season here. Yeah, you know what? It's playoff time, a lot of congestion uh, going on in the standings, which is kind of oh, yeah. nice because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing every time I look at these uh, <laughs> these apps with the lines. Oh, my goodness. Literal games, wins or losses can move you five spots up or five spots down in the standings. Yeah. The pressure on these teams these final two weeks is 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 nuts, and I'm I'm here for it. I love it. Yeah. I cannot wait. Oh, there we go. I love hearing that. So with that being said, where are we going with your safe pick of the week? Oh, my goodness. Let's go visit the craft division of the NFC East. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the red-hot Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles at three and a half against the Washington team. Yes. Yes. Washington team. Very good. Not playing football right now. They've lost three in a row. Phillies won three in a row. Two teams headed in different directions. And Mm -hmm. I love the way this Philadelphia Eagles team is playing right now. I Mm -hmm. can't believe it because I was one of the people at the beginning of the season saying this might be one of the worst teams in the league. And everyone was laughing at Nick Sirianni. And now – there are articles talking about him perhaps getting votes for coach of the year. What a yeah. turnaround. What a turnaround. What, a, what I, I was right there with you. I thought this team was devoid of talent. They were terrible. And I thought Washington was going to be much better than Philadelphia. And now we're looking at this going three and a half and thinking, this is bananas. Washington almost had a team put up 70 points against them last week. If they really wanted to, they could have. They had 42 by half. 
So this is crazy that Philadelphia's only get three and a half. And I think the biggest surprise, to be honest, in Philadelphia, everyone could talk about Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith has been great and their running backs is awesome. Their defense is actually really good. Their defense is is really good and Washington's offense is terrible. I love the three and a half as well. Yeah, I'd even go so far as to willing to say that we might see a pick six this Sunday. So some other player props as well to be putting on there as well. But I love three and a half. This is great. I love that pick as well. So, okay. So there you go. There's Pants Right Prince safe pick of the week. My safe pick of the week is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus 13 against the Jets. Now, I say this because last week against Carolina, which I would objectively say at this point, Carolina is a little bit better than the Jets. They smoked them. They beat them by 20. And I don't see why they're going to be letting up at this point anyway. Yes, they they got the division, but they're, they're seeding with the Packers that they want to be doing well uh, moving up into, into the conference. So I think they're just going to just keep the foot on the gas. Also, Tom Brady wants to win an MVP. So I think they're just going to beat the hell out of the absolutely terrible Jets who are missing so many people. Not that they needed a goddamn excuse to be a bad football team every week, but man, they are missing everybody this week. I love it. Tampa Bay minus 13. Let's just sit back and uh, plug that into every tease and every Moneyline parlay. And hopefully, hopefully they don't LA Chargers us. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Um, yeah. Oh I mean, Tom Brady against the Jets is, uh, as we've come to expect, probably an automatic win at this point in time of his mm-hmm. career. Um, the Jets, you know what? A nice little inspired win, but that was against the Jaguars. This is against the Jaguars. The uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, it's a large spread. But I like it. I do not want to discount Tom Brady against Mm -hmm. a team from the AFC East any longer. Okay, so with that being said, where are we going with your spicy pick of the week? Well, let's go to uh, Matt Stafford's old stomping grounds, the Detroit Lions. I'm going to take the Lions plus seven against the Seahawks on the road. They're getting Jared Goff back, and I think they're going to go back to how they played in the two weeks Mm -hmm. before they lost him to COVID. Uh, The Lions are not getting enough credit. Everyone's saying, yeah, it's the Lowly Lions. Bet against them. They're going to lose. They're playing good football. They're playing inspired football. The defense is playing well. I love how they are fighting for the head coach. I've said that before. And Mm -hmm. the Seahawks, I'm sorry, are not good. Are not a good football (laughs) team. Russell Wilson is all out of sorts. The offense is all out of sorts. It's hard to watch. I mean, Yes, they are getting to the quarterback. They are getting those sacks that the Seahawks were used to getting. However, I just don't see them blowing any team out. Yes, I do think the Seahawks are going to win at home. But by seven, I don't see it. I think Detroit put some points on the board. I would also take yep. over in this game because okay. both defenses are crap. I'm mm. taking the line <laughs> plus seven. Well, there we go. So, yeah, Charlie Chalk made money on the, the Detroit Lions last week. People can make money on this Detroit Lions team. And I think I it takes – it takes a little bit of bravery, but I love this. I love this pick. I, I think that why not, right? Like they've been playing well. They got Jared Goff coming back, which is something I can't believe I'm saying as like a positive. And uh, and like why wouldn't they be doing it? Seattle sucks, and we just got to start saying goodbye to Russell Wilson in a Seahawks uniform, right? Do you yeah. think that's what goes on this this offseason? Yes, it's it's a I can see DK Metcalf's body language every single week, and it looks like he wants to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which he easily could. He's a monster. Oh, yeah. It, but I, you know, we talk about wide receivers being divas all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, I mean, DK Metcalf has that diva quality that we've seen. For sure. But I I haven't seen a receiver use their body language to disrespect a quarterback that has accomplished what Russell Wilson has accomplished in a long time. Yeah. And I just yeah. see that they are not on the same page. And you see that, you know, Russell likes to throw to Tyler Lockett a lot. And DK has been lost in the last few weeks. That yeah. they are, he is not going to be the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks next year. 
and Pete Carroll should not be the coach. My God. <laughs> we Well, we opened up the spicy corner, and there the Pants Brady Prince filling it there. There we go. So, Russell Wilson, you know, good luck on the Giants? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, some, somebody with a line. That's the only thing. Like, that's why people always talk about Miami. Like, sorry, now it's my spicy corner. But everyone's like, oh, they're going to trade for Miami. I'm like, which good quarterback is going to go to the worst line in football? Yep. Like, you got to, like, it's self-preservation. If they have choice, why are they leaving the place that they are wanting to leave to go to a worse situation? I don't get that. Yeah, don't get it. Yeah, there we go. So my spicy pick of the week is going to be the Las Vegas Raiders plus six at Indy. Now, this is just a swerve pick, mostly, that people are not treating the Las Vegas Raiders like they're very good at all. They think they're pretty bad, which, yeah, jury's still out, but they're not awful. They are still in contention. They are one of these okay teams that can kind of play well, depending on the week. And Indy, at this point, this is a Dennis Green, crown their ass kind of situation where people are just talking about them like they're like, well, they're one of the best teams in the league. And you're like, okay, yeah, like they have some good wins, and yes, their defense is playing well, and Jonathan Taylor might be the MVP, but like we do need to see, we need to see keep this going here a little bit. And Carson Wentz, who... I can't believe I'm going to say this is really kind of been part of their secret to success because he has not made mistakes. He he has been he's been used efficiently when he is when he's been needed and he's not playing this week. So I think Vegas can absolutely come down and like lose by three and we feel all really good about it. Indy you know squeezes one out another week of missing tons of players and then they can you know get the win. But plus six feels like a lot to me. This is swerving the public. We're gonna go with the Raiders plus six. Yeah, I'd like to track this one. So Carson Wentz now might play with the new season. Oh wow! So. He, there's a decision on him coming Sunday morning. So mm, this is one of those things that you kind of got to track that if Sam Ellinger or Sam Ellinger, I don't even know if the G is soft yeah. or not. Um, if, if he <laughs> we'll starts, soft. then yes. Yeah. If he starts, that 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 plus six looks great. It looks fantastic yeah. because this is a rookie starting his first ever NFL game in week 17 in the middle of a playoff race. <laughs> My goodness, that scares me. Um but if Carson Wentz starts, you think, oh, the Colts at home, they've won eight out of 10. They're a very good team. Yep. That being said, Carson's not going to be practicing all week. It's it's one of those things that this is a game, I think, the, the, the most affected game this week by the COVID situation. And now that the rules are changing, it seems hour to hour, just track it, I would say. Because yeah, we don't yeah. know who's going to be starting. I just we just found out today Darius Leonard will be playing in that game. He just came off the COVID list. Oh, there we go. Shorter than the ten games because of the rule change. Yes. So I would say Sunday morning, wake up, find out if Carson Wentz is playing, and then see if uh, see what the line is, or jump on it now and make the gamble within a gamble. I like that too. I, there you go. I, I think you got to, like, this is why it's spicy. You got to, like, maybe looking at because if everyone gets knocked out again, maybe this line goes down to three and a half or four, and, you know, maybe it goes bigger, maybe it goes a little bit higher. So, you know, you really got to take your time with it. But we're going with Vegas plus six right now at the Colts, and we'll see what happens on Sunday. Fans Ready Prince, thank you so much for coming on. We can't wait to talk to you soon and have fun losing money this weekend. I'll see you next year. You take it easy. <laughs> Next up, coming off another winning week. Good God. He is now, what is this, 27 and 22 for the season. We have Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk, how you doing? Hey, Andrew. Good morning, and uh, thanks for the encouragement. Uh, two and one yeah. is good, good. I'm, I'll yeah. keep on going with that. Uh, that uh, Mr. Consistent right now at two and ones, man. <laughs> well, like two and ones all over the place. That's Two and one's good. Two and one, Hopefully, we can help you out today, too. I don't know. We'll see what we can do here. Well, there we go. Well, speaking of that, let's just get into it. Where is your first pick of the week coming from? Well, we we got to do some chalk and big chalk. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I'm going <laughs> to be taking Tampa Bay. Yep. Minus 13 yep. against the Jets. I, okay. I, 
uh, what am I going to tell you? The Tampa Bay still has to keep on winning. And yep. Yep. Tom Brady loves to throw the ball. And he's got his buddy there, Brown. And he's got to he's got to get him his incentive so he can keep out of jail. Yep. So all of that <laughs> works out that he's going to throw the ball a lot. And even actually this yep. running back, Jones, has worked out very well. Maybe mm-hmm. as a prop bet for people, but anyways, that's another story. So, mm-hmm. uh, and Jets are going nowhere and nowhere, and they don't. So, again, we're taking a real good team against a real bad team, and minus thirteen seems like a pretty good bet. Well, no argument here. I just took him with uh, the Panzerati Prince earlier, so I'm right there with you. Tampa Bay minus thirteen. Okay. Oh, come on! I want a winning week too. You want to be on my side? I, I don't keep track of the competition. <laughs> oh, the competition. Okay, so Tampa Bay minus 13. There's a, there's a common tread going around here, so we both like Tampa Bay minus 13. That's perfect. So for my first pick, I'm going to be taking the Kansas City Chiefs minus 5 at Cincinnati. Now, this is just purely another swerve. I took the Raiders plus 6 with the Panzeri Prince earlier, and that was a swerve. And this is the same thing. Man, Cincinnati is riding so high coming off of what is a junior college team in the Baltimore Ravens in the way that they are starting their secondary. And yes, Joe Burrow had 500 yards. Oh, it's so impressive. That's great. He's starting guys that were non-practice squads a week ago. So just while everybody is, you know, crowning Joe Burrow and, oh, the Cincinnati Bengals are the best ever, let's just have the Kansas City Chiefs walk in with their much better defense and Patrick goddamn Mahomes and kick the crap out of them. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen Kansas State Chiefs minus five for me well obviously you have no respect for Cincinnati who's going to win their their division mm-hmm. I don't understand minus five and Mahomes yeah. isn't the player he was for some reason okay. I've told you that all year long I yes, don't yeah. understand it I'll take five any day but that's an easy pick for me I don't know you embarrassing you two guys talking about that one <laughs> okay so it's not one of your picks Cincinnati plus five <sighs> no no that's an easy no, one. Okay. We, we take chalk <laughs> in easy. this game come on okay Okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. So don't don't let me stop you. Where are we going with your second pick of the well, week? Well, sorry. So, but I'll slow down a bit here. I'm going to jump over okay. to the Dallas Cowboys mm. minus five against Arizona. I just think that the Cowboys are, they're on a roll. They really are. They're yep. they're. Yep. I'm not saying they're the best team in the league right now, but they certainly have got a ton of confidence. They're at home. I think defense is great, but offense is coming along. And I, I just don't know. I don't want to say they're a favorite. We don't like Dallas, but I will take yeah. the Cowboys minus five and a half. Um, I think they're just, they're peaking at the right time. And um, Arizona's just not playing as well as they should. So no, um, really not. I, I do like Dallas at home. Yeah, I, I, and and you talk about the chalkiest picks out there. Dallas at home as a favorite. There you go, Dallas. So I, I, I agree with you. There's a big, you know, common um, idea around football where they say the football season doesn't start until Thanksgiving, and usually those are the most meaningful games afterwards. And those games since Thanksgiving, Arizona is zero and five. So. Uh, you know, like it's just, they're, they're falling apart at the wrong time. They're, they're hurt at the wrong time. And I don't know if they have a coach that can get them out of it. So I, I love that Dallas minus five and a half plus Dallas almost put 70 points on a team last week. So, you know, and it's only minus five and a half. It's only minus yeah, I know, five right? and a half. Like that's, that's yeah. so anyways, we do like Dallas in this place. Well, there we go. Dallas minus five and a half. Okay. So for my second pick of the week with Charlie Chalk, I'm going to be taking the Miami Dolphins plus three and a half at Tennessee. Now this is a rock and a hard place for me. Miami has been winning me a bunch of money week over week over week. They're on a seven-game win streak. It's been going great for me. But Tennessee has been losing me a lot of money, you know, the, the name of the game. Because I keep thinking, well, Tennessee's going to fall flat in their face one of these weeks. They have a bad line. You know, they're, they're running back system, even though Derrick Henry is amazing and he's not playing. But their system is working really well with a bunch of guys that you've never heard of. And 
Tannehill is playing well, and now they have receivers back and everything like that. So this is a rock and a hard place. I like the hook. I like the three and a half. Uh, if it was three, I wouldn't be so interested in this. But Miami is just playing really sound, mistake-free football. And, you know, they get punished for it all the time, but their defense is playing well. And I just think three and a half, let's, let's try it out here. Let's, let's see if uh, my theory can be proven here. I'm not arguing. I like Tennessee, mm-hmm. but three and a half points might mm-hmm. just get them there. It's a, it'll, yeah. it'll be a low-scoring, tight game. Um, yep. I, I don't know, as you said, you're you're. It's going to be tight, but if that's yeah. one of your faves, and just because you're a homer with Miami, it seems like that you'd be taking them. There's no logical yeah. reason, but anyways, let's do it anyway, Sander. Well, I like that I've made two picks, and you've been on the other side of both of them. Well, let's 100%. see if that continues. Where, <laughs> what is your third pick of the week? Well, this one's a little less chalk, but I'm still going with it, and um, okay. I'm going to take the L.A. Rams. Rams uh... minus three and a half. In Baltimore, mm-hmm. um, geez, we were looking at the videos um, last night of Baltimore, yes. and, and and it's their starting quarterback can't walk, um, so that's walk. really not good. And he can't throw anyway, so if he can't walk, can't throw. Uh, I don't like their chances against the Rams. Rams are only minus three and a half. Um, yep. It's a big game for the Rams. I think yeah, they, they can light it. them up, as you just talked about the Baltimore yep. secondary, not very good. Oof, um, brutal. The Rams are pretty good, and they again. It's a must-win for them. Um, uh, they're going to light them up. I'm, I'm surprised again. Mm-hmm. I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm picking all the easy ones, but only is minus three and a half. And uh, <laughs> easy ones. I, I really do think that um, Baltimore was a good team, but they've been just yep. decimated with the injury, and uh, who knows who's going to start a QB. So we're going right. to take L.A., and um, we're running with it. I, I'm right there with you. I think everyone saw that video that cares about gambling at yes. all, where Lamar Jackson can barely walk, and uh, he's taking snaps, and you're like, oh, this is a terrible idea. The, so I, I also, the 46.5 at the over-under for that game is a very interesting number to me, where I kind of like, ooh, can you know, is this one of these Dallas-Washington things where it's like, is LA going to put up 40 on their own? Um, yeah. or, you know, or more, more apropos last week, Baltimore and Cincinnati, where I love the uh, over, I had them in my tees that, you know, that won by the way. Uh, and it was because, <laughs> well, Cincinnati is going to put up 40 on their own and they did. And so it was, it, all you needed was one from Baltimore, which you can maybe get. So 46 and a half, you get something to look at as well. But the uh, Charlie Chalk is going to be going the LA Rams minus three and a half. So we're going to go to Monday night. And I'm going to be taking the Pittsburgh Steelers plus three and a half versus Cleveland. Uh, at home, if you want to write some kind of narrative about, you know, Ben Roethlisberger's last game in Heinz Field and all that kind of, you know, I don't think really actually matters too much, to be honest. But Cleveland has just been playing bad. Like, they've, yes, they've also been missing half their team and their head coach and everything like that, but they've just been playing badly. And Pittsburgh's defense isn't bad, even though they just got lit up by uh, KC, but a lot of teams get lit up by KC. So I think Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Again, once we talk about that hook, that half, I really like Pittsburgh just to be shutting down Cleveland at home to keep that division a little bit tighter. So there we go. And I'm, I think there's two things there too. And I do like Pittsburgh. Finally, you've got off Cleveland. I guess you're tired of losing money with them. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. And Pittsburgh, Big Ben, yeah. first of all, Monday nights, he's got a great record. The weather's yep. going to, it's going to be a cold. It's going to be an under bet. It's, um, yep. it's, it's going to be a grind, but I do think that um, they owe, he, the Pittsburgh team owes it to Ben and because uh, certainly yep. he, he should have retired last year. But anyways, yes. um, I think if you can get points at home and a cold weather game, uh, it's, it, they'll, they'll grind out it. They'll cover. Charlie Chalk, those are your picks. I hope to see you for another winning week next week. But until then, hope you have fun losing money. Hey, thanks, Andrew. Good luck this week. 
Okay, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for listening to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. Can you please subscribe, rate, review, wherever you listen to the podcast so we can get more people to lose money with us. But until then, in between episodes, in between those Fridays, you can go to at Losing Money WAB on Twitter, on Instagram, where we make free daily picks. We're making so many college bowl picks. We're making the college playoff picks. Oh my God, so many picks out there in between episodes. And plus, we do a couple of reels or like video picks. And those video picks right now are 17 and 11. So you can help lose money with us at Losing Money WAB. So we'll find you in between episodes at Losing Money WIB. But until then, we'll see you next week. Have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!